And with that, it's time to say good morning to our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Clive, it is criminal to just change keys like that, but <laughs> moving straight along. <laughs> I'll go for training, voice training. <laughs> please, please, before 2022. Uh, but just uh, coming back to the markets there, Clive, um, the Chinese 39% route continues to create turmoil in the Asian markets especially, but beyond that as well. It's not coming to an end, and it's not stopping anytime soon. And I know I heard a lot of people yesterday say, what was going on on the JSE? I saw people becoming pale, money was being lost, Call your stockbroker, find out what happened yesterday. It was quite an astonishing experience. And I think what's happening now, the Asian markets now continue to see these declines. What's happened as well, Sakina, which is quite interesting, is that um, we've seen the U.S. stocks follow suit as well. This worldwide sell-off continues. Equities just being hammered left, right, and center. I mean, yesterday, energy shares fell for the first time in five sessions as oil retreated after the commodity's strongest three-day rally since 1990. We saw Action Mobile in the U.S. do terribly, terribly badly. And then I also started seeing the Asian markets as well, early after this morning, not reporting good results. China's news stories becoming the bad news of all time. So what, what, what all this is saying is that maybe we are going through a, a new phase, and we need to ask ourselves questions. Uh, uh, was this a bubble? Was this a, 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 a numbers that were accelerated unnecessarily, and are we paying the price for it? So if you look at the Asia, Asia, uh, the Asia Pacific, for example, you look at uh, some of the Japanese stocks, the topics was down minus 10 uh, 0.19%. Look at the, uh, the Nikkei. The Nikkei is also down by 1.49%. If you look at China, despite the 39% rout, there are still stocks there that are listed because apparently, you know, this is not funny here. Uh, apparently, they are being told, the stock brokers in China are being told that they should not sell any equities. They've, been, they've, they've, they've got a barrel in, on their head. They said, don't sell. Ungatinis. That's what, that's, that's what everybody's saying. And that's why they keep holding on to the same stuff, despite the fact that they're falling. <laughs> Clive, and you laugh. <laughs> but anyway, you know, if we're not going to laugh, we're going to cry, eh? Yeah, but, 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 but looking at what's happening in the United States, uh, investors concerned over the growth prospects numbers from China. Um, and, 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 you know, you've actually been talking about the Fed and that uh, rate hike. And uh, seemingly, you know, the bets are slowly falling on that one. Sakina, the relationship between China and the U.S., it's one that is fundamentally important to the growth prospect of both nations. For example, we know that the U.S. is not growing at a fast pace that they need to. But they've been handling on, they've been uh, holding on because they needed China to do well. Because China does import a lot of goods out of America and sort of America from China. So they rely a lot on each other, despite the fact that you might hear people, uh, you can hear some of the the commentators uh, speaking negatively about the two nations, but America is indebted to China. And so it slowed down fundamentally means that the the American market will also be significantly be hurt. And that means that even though despite the fact that we know what quantitative easing was able to do was free up some of that money that's been already available in the market. The, the strength 
of China is in the fact that they hold so much bonds <laughs> that are owed to the Americans. So what is happening is if China continues to slow down, and you know the reason why they don't have confidence is because the numbers are not telling as well. So it seems like the numbers are not telling the true story of what's happening in the Chinese market. And so they're worried that if the, the numbers don't show, if, um, if China does not get to the 6.5%, or rather actually the 7% that they are targeting, it might have detrimental results for them as the United States of America. So that is very, very concerning. Clive, tell you what, I'm going to leave you uh, with some homework today. Uh, Panisa Lutuli wants to know, um, you know, if there's any economic spin-offs to look out for uh, from the Commonwealth Games. So we'll ask Clive to crunch those number f- uh, numbers for us and give us an answer tomorrow. And that was uh, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela, our market analyst.